Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, this this is a bit of an unexpected, uh, not exactly an episode as of yet, but this is more of a breaking news episode coming out. I am the main event player, the super secret himself, Roman Torres, coming back at you. The God of my gods, the king of my kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch. Walking God's green earth. Okay. Now, I, I was exhausted from doing the last episode, which had just been released just yesterday. So, now, this is uh, interesting. Now, just in case you guys don't know what this episode is all about, I'm going to go ahead and get right to the point. CM Punk has been terminated by AEW. Now, uh, to some people, it's a shock. To others, it's a big surprise. And others are having a party about this because it's it's punk. Okay, so, you know, the main event's been trying to analyze all of this exactly as to what in the world was Tony Khan thinking. And, and check this out. Okay, so... And, and just to give you guys a little bit of a spoiler alert, I went ahead and saw uh, WWE Payback. I had a chance to see part of the, uh, of the s- segment with Tony Khan at the very beginning of the show. Now, I didn't hear much of it, but I do know that he went ahead and addressed the issue, and there were a lot of things that he said. A lot of things that he said that I'm... Um, I'm pretty sure it was crazy, but uh, we'll we'll probably get to that in just a moment. But let me go ahead and get into this uh, deal here. Uh, okay, so this is the statement that I'm reading right now from from All Elite Wrestling. Uh, this not only came out on YouTube, uh, on Facebook, it's also came out on Twitter. And it says here, a statement from All Elite Wrestling and Tony Khan. All Elite Wrestling, AEW has terminated the wrestler and employment agreement between C uh, between Phil Brooks, CM Punk, and AEW with cause. Effective immediately, the termination has been confirmed today by Tony Khan, CEO, general manager, and head of creative of AEW. The termination follows a week-long internal... Uh, internal investigation of the incident occurring backstage at AEW All In London on Sunday, August 27th. The following investigation, the AEW Disciplinary Committee, which I'm, I'm going to get into in a minute, the AEW Discipline Committee met and later uh, con- uh, convened, I think, the outside legal counsel before making a unanimous recommendation to Khan that CM Punk be terminated with cause. Khan offered the following statement. This is another thing that um, that I'm reading here. It says here, Phil played an important role within AEW and I thank him for his contributions. The termination of AEW's contracts with cause is ultimately my decision and mine alone. Of course, I wish I didn't have to share this news, which may come as a disappointment to many of our fans. Nevertheless, I am making the decision 
in the best interest of many amazing people who make AEW possible every week, our talent, staff, venue operators, and many others whose efforts are unsung but essentially to bring uh, essential to bringing our fans great shows on television and at arenas, stadiums throughout the world. Okay, so that's the statement that uh, was made by AEW and Tony Khan. Okay, so reading all that, you know, uh, okay, so let's, let's try to analyze everything. But here's what I'm going to do, guys, because this is something that I, I've done several times before. And this is something that uh, you guys are very familiar with when it comes to my show. We're going to, you know, I want to give you my analysis. I'm going to give you everything I want to give it. But I'm going to save that for the end of the show. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save it at the end. So before we go ahead and get into all of this that took place, we're going to step into a couple of things. Number one, we're going to step into the comments that Tony Khan said on uh, Collision, which happened just yesterday. We're going to get into what he said. And then we're going to get into what the Wrestling Observer says. And then we'll get into more stuff in detail. So I'm going to give you, I have a lot I want to say. I have a lot I want to say. And trust me, I said it all on Facebook. I said it all on Twitter. There are some people that agree with the comments that I've made. And there are others that have uh, basically main event terminology. They're stupid and they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. I just want to get that out of the way. Okay, so with that being said, let's get to the comments that Tony Khan made over from this past, from last night at AEW Collision at the very beginning of the show. Today I had to make one of the toughest decisions of my professional career. Today I terminated Phil Brooks, CM Punk, for cause. This stems from a backstage incident at AEW All In last Sunday. The incident was regrettable and it endangered people backstage. That includes the production staff, the people who helped put the show on every week, innocent people who had nothing to do with it. I've been going to wrestling shows for over 30 years. I've been producing them on this network for nearly four years. Never in all that time have I ever felt until last Sunday that my security, my safety, my life was in danger at a wrestling show. I don't think anybody should feel that way at work. I don't think the people I work with should feel that way. And I had to make a very difficult choice today. It came at the recommendation of a discipline committee here in AEW, as well as outside legal counsel who delivered a unanimous recommendation. And I have followed up on that recommendation. I'm sorry to any fans who are upset by this. I'm sorry to anyone who's upset by this. Despite that, we're gonna have a great show tonight on Collision and we're gonna have a great AEW All Out pay-per-view tomorrow here in Chicago. Last weekend was the greatest weekend in AEW history. This is the greatest week in AEW history. We're going to continue the great momentum here tonight on Collision and tomorrow night on All Out Pay-Per-View. Okay, so that was right at the beginning of the show uh, of Collision. Now, keep in mind, as you're hearing this breaking news episode, we're, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be, I'm going to try and watch All Out tonight. To see how all this progresses, but you know, I—it's it, just insane. Now, there is another clip we'll get to in a moment. Um, I wanted to talk about that statement that Tony Khan made, 
And I also wanted to talk about some of the things that I read on the uh, on the statement that was made on the AEW uh, Facebook and Twitter. So let's start with what Tony Khan said. Okay, so he basically told everybody that he fired CM Punk. Now, uh, was it a mistake for CM Punk, or, or uh, I'm sorry, was it a mistake for Tony Khan to fire CM Punk? Now, this is the response that I'll give you, because my answer was no, he should have not been fired. He should have not been fired for any reason whatsoever. That was the first response for me. Now, after, you know, calming down and not drinking, <laughs> which that's the reason there, um, thinking about this a whole lot, I think it was the right call, unfortunately, for CM Punk to be fired. Because of not, and I, and I have to not only think about what took place last weekend at All In, you also have to think about what happened, not only, um, not only what took place last year over at the All Out event, you know, when the whole when the whole incident, you know, with uh, the Young Bucks, the Elite, and, you know, how all this started, but the fact that, you know, now he comes back, we put this collision, they put this collision show together, and now all of a sudden we end up having a Saturday night with Punk and everything, and then Punk let out whatever he had to say, got away with it, and then, of course, came the whole incident with Jack Perry. Now, I feel that, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with Tony Khan on this one because uh, Punk being fired, uh, you can see why. You can understand why. But also in the process, I've said this a couple of times, and I'll mention it right here, right now. And that is, I feel that Jack Perry should also be fired as well. And I know some people are going to jump at me right away and say, well, wait a minute. I mean, Jack Perry really didn't do anything. All he did was a spot that he wasn't supposed to do. And that right there should be a reason to fire him. Now, if this was the WWE, I guarantee you, I think there would be some sort of disciplinary action to CM Punk. We know that. Whether he fires him or suspends him or not, I don't know. Now, as far as Jack Perry goes, he's a nothing-happening human being. He's not a big star. He's going to be suspended or fired. That's what will happen in the WWE. In AEW, he's going to be given a free ride, unfortunately. That's the sad part. Now, if this was my company, if this was me running this company, I guarantee you, Punk would have probably been suspended. But if Punk did more than just one incident, and, 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 let's, and let's face it, he did one more than one incident, I would have been glad to have released Punk myself, okay? Just because of the circumstances, not just about what happened at All Out, uh, All In, but what, what happened at All Out as well from a year ago, okay? So, because it's, it's a lot of headaches for someone to take on. And unfortunately for Tony Khan, I, unfortunately, am looking at this as Tony Khan screwed up, but also I look at this as he, he may have made the right move, but was it the right move for business, you know? And in all honesty, I think, honestly, let me mention this. I would have never have announced CM Punk being fired in Chicago. I would have never, because listen, um, 
uh, we'll probably hear the reaction, because I heard the same reaction that everybody else heard and everything as far as what the crowd said to uh, Tony Khan. Um, I personally feel that it's stupid for Tony Khan to mention this. Now, if this was done right after Chicago was over, right after the whole situation is done, okay, then there's really no need to do it. Because, look, listen, the last thing you want is people, well, I don't think people would start riots, but then again, it's Chicago. You're going to expect a riot, especially when it comes to CM Punk. Now, this, and, you know, it drives me nuts. I think it drives a lot of people nuts that Tony Khan would go ahead and fire CM Punk. But like I said, at the same time, you can't blame him for doing it. And he, I'm not sure about endangering people's lives. I, I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that one bit. And here's my assumption. You're in the wrestling business. You're going to have to understand that in business, there's going to be danger around you, whether you're in acting or in wrestling or in any sort of profession. There's going to be danger around you no matter what. So let's let's scratch that shit out the fucking window. And Tony Khan, okay, I think I can understand why he mentioned about his life being threatened because of, I think, uh, what was it, um... Punk had lunged at him or something like that. And then something about some TV monitors had laid out Tony Khan and stuff. There was a lot of stuff that I heard and uh, uh, gone through the whole situation. So you can understand why Tony Khan said that. You can understand that completely. But it was just, you know... Oh, oh, and um, let me get to this next part. About the... um, who what what did he say committee uh there was a com, uh com, a meeting with the committee uh, what let me I, i'm trying to remember exactly i mean i know what he said but i'm trying to remember exactly what the words were that he said let's see uh if i'm looking at this correctly termination da, 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 da. uh at legal counsel before a unanimous termination Termination, CM Punk, da 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 da. Uh, AEW uh, possible staff. Um, what was the? There, there was a part, something about disciplinary committee. Ah, there we go. AEW disciplinary com- uh, committee. Okay, so I I saw that part. Okay, a disciplinary committee. Okay, so exactly who is in this disciplinary committee? Who who who's in this committee? Is it the Young Bucks? Is it Kenny Omega? You know? I mean, look, listen. I think, it, and, and let's be honest here, if this, if there's some sort of an AEW discipline committee, then what the, f- uh, what the hell did they not, what, it, it, it's, it raises so many questions. There's a lot of questions that a lot of people have. Okay, there is a disciplinary committee, and we don't know who they are. Okay, and it gets me to think that it's probably the Young Bucks, it's probably Kenny Omega, it's probably somebody else. I don't know, okay, but I'm wondering who this disciplinary committee is because I can understand why Punk would be fired. That that part, okay, let's leave that out the window. Punk getting fired, fine, he gets, he gets it. But where was this disciplinary committee when? Jack Perry was told 
not to do a spot. Now, here's the order that I'm going to give it to you in. First, it was permitted. It was permitted for Jack Perry to do the spot. Now, somebody changed their mind. I don't know who, because now the word got out was we can't do the spot. We don't want to do it. I know CM Punk said it, but there have been other people that have said it as well. I know Tony Schiavone was one of the individuals. I think there were other people, uh, possibly some officials that said that you cannot do this spot. And all of a sudden the spot was already done, which led to, of course, what happened. Now, uh, did Punk throw the first punch? Obviously he did, because they said so. There were several reports involved about that. Uh, and also, um, and you'll hear this from the Wrestling Observer later on, about non-wrestlers. These non-wrestlers that witnessed the whole thing. The video footage, yes, and there's some video footage you know, about the whole situation. Uh, we'll get into it a little bit more. Um, okay, so the next thing I'm going to do right now is I'm going to show another clip. Uh, this one is involving Tony Khan. On the firing of CM Punk. Now he addressed this to the crowd. He addressed this to the audience. So you guys are going to get an opportunity to listen. And, and, and I'm going to get a chance to listen to it too. Because I think I heard it a couple of times. But I've never hear it, heard it in its full entirety. So let's go ahead and let's get into Tony Khan on Collision last night. Addressing the crowd before the show begins about the firing of CM Punk. And we're going to get a good idea as to how the crowd feels about CM Punk, how the crowd feels about Tony Khan, and where all this leads. Important to me to keep the 
tradition of All Out alive. All Out started, to be honest with you, because when I started AEW, Ring of Honor had paid for the original All In, and I couldn't call it All In without possibly getting sued by Ring of Honor, which I now own. I, I came here to talk to you from the bottom of my heart, because today I had to do one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, and I'm sitting here right now. about it before Collision and All Out this weekend because I really respect all of you. I'm a wrestling fan like you. And if I were in your shoes, I could totally understand how a lot of you feel one way or the other. But I just want to tell you, uh, I am out here because I had to do something I did not want to do today. I'm very, I'm very sorry to be I have a discipline committee in AEW uh, that is independent and it's uh, comprised the majority of lawyers. And I also brought in outside legal counsel. I hired independent lawyers to investigate this and make a recommendation. This was different than anything I've ever been involved in in sports or wrestling. It was very, uh, very tough. When I met them, the unanimous recommendation was the action that I took. The action that I took came as a result of this investigation, but I have to say it stems from an incident backstage last weekend at AEW All in London. I've been going to wrestling shows like you for over 30 years, and the first one I ever went to was with my dad, who's here tonight, downstate in Champaign, Illinois. Well, thank you, Dad, because without him, none of this would be possible, because he took a huge leap on a dream that became AEW. And that's why we're here. And he, everything I know about business, I learned from him. He's a family businessman. This is a family business. And I care about the people who work here. That's the production staff. That's everybody that works here. The wrestlers, but also people you don't think about every day that make this show happen. What, I've been going to wrestling shows for over 30 years as a fan. And I've been producing them on TNT here for almost four years now. And this was the first time this incident that I have ever feared for my safety in a wrestling show, that I have ever feared for my life in a wrestling show, or that I have ever feared for the safety of the people who work backstage, the production staff. I'm sorry, but they don't come here, they don't work here to be put in danger. The people who work on the production joints worrying, am I going to get hurt for coming to work, to work on AEW every single week? I'm sorry, I can't have that. They're all 
episode of Collision for you here tonight. They're going to work very hard, I promise, to put a great all out on for you because we've been doing all out here for years. And I want to keep it in Chicago forever. It means a lot. I love this, I love this town. I love this state. I love so many people here, including my family and so many of you. I love pro wrestling. I love doing this every week. Thank you for being here tonight. I'm sorry if I disappointed you. That's not, was never my intent, but I did what I had to do for the people that work here. I love you very much. Thank you for being here. Okay, so you just heard um, everything that Tony Khan had to say, and, uh, you know, I couldn't. I'm not sure if you heard me laugh in the background, but, like, <laughs> you know, I was watching that whole... Now, this did not air on television. This was right before, uh, because when the announcement of Punk being fired took place, it, it took place, I think, probably an hour or two hours uh, before um, Collision would air. And uh, Tony Khan goes ahead and decides, to be fair, that he's going to go out there and address the crowd. He, uh, obviously, uh, I think from what I heard is uh, he had a meeting with mem- many of the staff members and, and told everybody about what happened. And then decided to go ahead and go out to the crowd and address them as well. Which, listen, uh, unfortunately, this is one of the things. I'm going to have to commend Tony for this. Because it took a lot of guts to go ahead and go out there and address the audience and tell them about exactly what happened with CM Punk. All right, it took a lot of guts, but also, I, I, I honestly, I honestly will say this: if this was Vince McMahon, he would never address it. If anything, it will be brought up, but not by him. All right, not by him at all. And. And, and you know how this rolls. I mean, WWE does things a whole lot different than what AEW does. And Tony Khan, look, you got to commend him for the guy. You know, he, he came out there. He said what he had to say. He got out what he got, uh, what he got out. Unfortunately, you know, the, the thing I found funny about this was he kept, he kept saying he's been in wrestling shows for 30 years. Okay, that part I understand. I think I, I mistook he's been in wrestling business for 30 years. I thought that. But he's been in the business before, which I didn't read that part. That was my, that was my fault for not looking into that but yes he's been he's been to wrestling shows for 30 years listen i've been a wrestling fan for more than 30 years i've been to a few wrestling shows in my life i'm not saying i've been at all of them i've just been a you know a few especially here in corpus christi now <clears throat> i'm not gonna say sorry i'm not gonna say that i have all the experience in the world and i have all the knowledge that tony khan does right but what i am gonna mention is the fact that with Tony Khan, I mean, you know, he really wants to be as different as any other individual out there. He wants to be a lot different than Vince McMahon. He wants to be a lot different than David Crockett. He wants to be a lot different than other promoters out there to address the situation that happened. Now, and like I said before, Tony Tony Khan has, he had a lot of guts going out there over in Chicago. And he had a lot of guts to go out there and say the things that he said. Now, once again, I mentioned this earlier. Did, did CM Punk deserve to get fired? I, I, you know, I, I said this before and I'll say it again. One side, no, I don't think he should get fired. But then the other side's telling me, you know what? After what happened at All In and what happened with Jack Perry and the whole situation, 
I mean, and it's best to to do what you have to do and fire CM Punk. Unfortunately, it gives out, it leaves a huge, huge, huge opening for the WWE, and it really does. And and let's we'll look at that in a moment. But yeah, for for Tony Khan to go ahead and and do what he did, and and fire Punk was unfortunately the right call. Listen, as a fan, I think it's stupid. And I think that it should have been addressed a whole lot more. Now, here's here's the thing that I've also said at the very beginning of the show. If Punk gets fired, then Jack Perry should be fired as well. But I already know, and judging by everything that's happened, and I'm not talking about, look, listen. Like I said, if this was the WWE and Jack Perry was told not to do a spot. First, if he got permission to do the spot, that's fine. But if if they changed their mind and said, no, you're not going to do the spot, and you decide to do the spot anyway, I guarantee you, if you were to step up to someone like Triple H or The Undertaker or Stone Cold Steve Austin, if you were to get slapped in the face by either one of those guys and they told you not to do that spot, you're fired. You're fired, easily. Because... Number one, there's not a whole lot of discipline in the locker room at AEW. There really isn't. And also, think about this for a moment. Look at everything that has happened in the backstage area. It's almost as if you give advice to any of the stars at AEW, any of them, and they won't take it. They, they're not going to get advice from Arn Anderson. They're not going to get advice from uh, Brett the Hitman Hart. They're not going to get advice from Jim Ross. They're not going to get advice from any of these individuals that are trying to lead them in the right path to the point where, okay, this is how you're supposed to be a star. This is how you're supposed to come off. And also, um, you know, if, if someone tells you something, you better say yes, sir, and all this other stuff, Okay. That's what that what should be addressed. But with all the stars at AEW, and let's face it, all the stars in AEW think that they're big-time stars now because they're working for a promotion that has a billionaire that you know can pretty much buy anything he wants, right? And does anything he wants. Now, Tony Khan is the boss, okay? But he's not Vince McMahon. He sure as hell is not Triple H because... The different visions that these men have are simple. Vince McMahon's vision was obviously to create a whole sports entertainment vibe. To, uh, to unfortunately put out the vibe of professional wrestling. Tony Khan wants to bring out professional wrestling, but unfortunately with him, Tony Khan is kind of like a Dixie Carter. He has no knowledge. He has no clue. He has no idea. And even, even if he says that... It was his decision, his decision alone. I mean, I can kind of believe it now, but several several years or several months ago when he said, all of this is my decision, no. Somebody had talked to you, like a Chris Jericho, like a Kenny Omega, like a, the Young Bucks. It's, it's all, all the same old stuff that I've heard for so many, for so many, I would say so many years, but <laughs> the point is, oh, and Triple H, by the way whose vision of WWE right now is looking good because he's putting 
He's putting a better product out there. He doesn't care if it's sports entertainment. He doesn't care if it's professional wrestling as long as the business is trending along. And just kind of give a spoiler here, Payback was a great event. Now, it wasn't as great as All In because All In was practically a WrestleMania. Now, if All In were to actually compete against WrestleMania, I guarantee you All In wouldn't be shit. I'm sorry. I mean, All In was a good event, but against WrestleMania, you got to be out of your mind. Now, uh, so you heard you heard everything that he had to say, and you know, like I said, Tony Khan had had a lot of balls to go out there and do what he has to do. Now, as I'm recording this episode, All Out is going to be happening later on tonight, and you heard the crowd. You heard the crowd react to Tony. Uh, it was a bit of "fuck you, Tony," and "go fuck yourself," and "nah, you you fired CM Punk, fuck off." You know, I I heard. All that pretty much on there. And then when uh, Tony Khan was addressing the whole thing with All In, then all of a sudden the crowd was okay, you know, okay. And then, you know, Tony Khan, I mentioned, I've been a wrestling fan for 30 years, and yada, yada, and the crowd started, you know, booing there as well. So I think Chicago is probably, I know they're still upset about Punk being fired, but then there's some that are like, ah, who cares? I mean, Punk got fired. I mean, you got rid of a problem. And that's exactly what happened. So it's kind of it's kind of that environment that you're seeing. I mean, I would have figured Chicago would have set everything on fire, and I, and I would have <laughs> uh, Chicago probably would have rioted. And especially when it comes to Chicago, especially when when it comes to I mean, I always feel like uh, the biggest wrestling fans in the United States would be like uh, New York, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, maybe Houston or Dallas, depending. And, of course, Chicago, you know. Those are the biggest cities that, you know, when it comes to wrestling, they're the biggest fans as far as I see it. And you would have figured Chicago would have done something. But, uh, but, but then again, All Out is not going to be happening until tonight. I'm going to probably watch the event. I'm going to see how all this transpires. So... What am I looking for at this point? I'm going to see what Chicago's going to do. I'm going to see how it's going to flow. If Chicago, And let me tell you something, and this may happen. If Chicago chooses to hijack the show, it's not going to be a surprise. If Chicago chooses to walk out of the United Center, that's not going to be a surprise either. There's a lot of things. I mean, keep in mind, all out is coming out tonight, right bef- right after having All In, which is uh, insane how all this is turning out, you know? So, this is uh, a bit interesting here, so. <laughs> okay, so uh, the next part we're going to talk about here, I mean, obviously we're talking about the whole termination of CM Punk on this episode or on this uh breaking news uh the next part we're going to get into the wrestling observer we're going to get into the thoughts of uh dave Meltzer and hear the thoughts from um brian alvarez on their take on their situation and they know a little bit more than what i know and there's also some other stuff that i heard that was a bit interesting to say the very least so let's get into the wrestling observer radio with Brian Alvarez and with Dave Meltzer, their thoughts on CM Punk being fired and also their thoughts on Tony Khan addressing the issue over at Collision last night. Here's what they had to say. 
CM Punk is no longer a part of AEW. He has been terminated for cause, according to Tony Khan. And uh, he's done. Dave, what do we know? Uh, pretty much that's it. I mean, they um, they did their investigation. I give him credit for announcing it today before the show as opposed to waiting till Monday, um, which he could have done. But I guess that, uh, you know, I mean, um, he just felt like needed to get it out as soon as possible but they had video surveillance footage they already interviewed all the all the eyewitnesses uh they had a they the they had an outside investigation they interviewed a lot of the wrestlers who are not eyewitnesses just about uh the the basic situation of what was going on there and uh that was the um they had a the lawyers recommended he be gone Whatever the disciplinary committee is, and I don't know who that is, recommended he be gone. And Tony Khan made the decision for him to be gone. So, I mean, I know people who were interviewed um, that were not there, and it was about background, you know, just the history and things like that, along with the people who... They were uh, asked how things had changed over the last year and what they thought the solution to problems would be. Yep. A lot of uh, questions not related to the actual incident, Right. But to uh, all so of the it, incidents and everything that had happened over the right. past year so or it, so. It was, it was, I mean, he got fired over what happened Sunday, but the, the you know, the lawyers and everybody else, they talked about a lot more than Sunday. They talked about everything, the stuff that's come out, lots of stuff that hasn't come out. And, um, you know, I mean, should it have been sooner? With the benefit of hindsight, of course, it should have been a year ago. But, you know, hindsight... You know, as always, whatever. You know, I mean, when he came back, who was to say? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you give him a chance. I mean, I, I'll tell you the thing that um, where I didn't have a good feeling was before it ever started, when he was coming back, when we knew he was coming back, the two times that he could, that he tried to, whatever it was, quit or whatever it was, threaten, whatever the story was. The first one was pretty serious. The second one was somewhat... And I knew, like, when it was one time, I, I thought that was a pretty bad situation. When it was two, I thought, uh, you know, he's not changing. He didn't learn. When he did the promo, you know, it was kind of like, okay, whatever. The first promo when he came back. When he did the interview, you know, I mean, just one thing after another. Um, and, uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't going to work. It didn't work. It was a disaster. Let's be serious. It was a disaster. And, you know, there's so much more to it than um, than has come out, you know. But a lot of the big stuff has. And the biggest thing was what happened on Sunday. And you just can't ha keep having this stuff happen every, every second week. So the Collision Show opened with a speech from Tony where he basically said he had to make one of the toughest decisions of his career, terminated CM Punk. From his contracts, by the way, which is what it said in the press release. I don't know if that was a typo, which I find hard to believe in that typo. It, a, it would no, be no, 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 no. I mean, he had he had he, he apparently had, had multiple contracts. I think he had multiple deals. You know, yeah, he had he was uh, he, he had a performer's contract and an employee contract, I believe. But um, I'm sure that will all be uh, clarified in the next 
48 hours or so. He said the incident was regrettable. It endangered people backstage. That includes the production staff who put the show on every week, innocent people who had nothing to do with it. He said in 30 years of going to shows and four years of producing shows for AW, quote, never in all that time have I ever felt until last Sunday that my security, my safety, my life was in danger at a wrestling show. I don't feel anyone should feel that way at work. I don't think the people I work with should feel that way. I had to make a very difficult choice today. So there had been, uh, and I think you put it in the Observer, the stories about when the whole thing went down. You know, people had said that he lunged at Tony. It was uh, probably stronger than that. I, I think I think I was being, and that here's, you know the funniest thing, and you know this better than anyone, is that throughout this whole ordeal, you and I were far too kind to him. I mean, that's the reality. We were far too kind to him. I always gave him the benefit of the doubt. I always tried to give his side while everyone didn't want to hear, you know, that they, they just wanted to go, oh, you know, you're you're after him and everything like that. But, okay, um, lunging was, again, far too kind. You know, I mean, if you saw the actual wording um, of what was said, lunging was, was, I was toning it down, you know. I mean, it was more than lunging. And there was also... I had heard that when he when he moved it towards Tony, whatever word you want to use, that uh, that monitors there were like monitors that fell on yeah. Tony Khan, and I mean it was it was and whatever it was, I mean as you noted, there was security camera footage. So this yeah. was not something you know people were like, well, how come there wasn't security camera footage of the brawl? Well, it's because that was inside a locker room. They don't yeah. have cameras in the locker room. Yeah, this but was this the... was Gorilla, and they had cameras and, and, all over the place. Well, I mean the Gorilla, the setup. Um, is in at at Wembley where they have that it's it's where they do um interviews and things like that for soccer games football all the time and other sports and other entertainment so yes there's always cameras in that it was in a position where there's always cameras running yes so that was there there were this one had a lot of witnesses i mean the other one had some witnesses this one had a lot of witnesses well the thing with the first one was that there there were a small number of people in the room but as soon as everything happened then a whole bunch of people came into the room right right right, right. but there weren't like a whole bunch of people in the room when it began whereas with this one there were people all over the place and so and not just and not just wrestlers there were yes. production people you had witnesses there were, there were all over the place and it was filmed i mean this and, was and, a tough and, one to claim you know yeah, and, and there were unaffiliated people. I mean, I think the thing, probably the best description was the one it's on, uh, it's in the Observer. You know, I mean, we got the Jack Perry story, we got the Phil Brooks story. Okay, so they're both there. But the third story, and there's a couple of other stories, but the key one was the unaffiliated non-wrestler story. And, um, you know, I mean, that is what I would call, I, I don't know it's the most reliable, but it's... It's the, you know, it's neither it's neither party, but it's someone who saw it, and it's a non-wrestler. It's not someone who has any uh, stakes in the game or part of either clique or anything, anything close to that. It's just someone who was there working, as many people were, and saw what happened. And um, there's actually more that may come out this week from other people that were also there. But uh, I'll get into that later this week, probably. So before the show, I don't have a lot of details about what happened, but there was a meeting before the show, and uh, and everybody was told what happened. This was before Collision tonight. And uh, Tony also went out before the crowd 
and told them. And the interesting thing is, is if you watch the Dynamite show on Wednesday, if you watch the TV version, I did not hear any chance for CM Punk. People that were there said that there were a couple that started that got booed down on Wednesday. Yeah. On Wednesday, and, and there on, were on uh, there were on um, before the show there were like that as well. Yes. There were um, a couple of chants that got booed down before the show started, yeah. And there were a couple on, on Collision as well, but in general, it was not like the fans hijacked the show or, or you know, anything of that nature. It was, it was they, largely they, the they, same they, deal. They booed the Young Bucks, though. I mean, even they, they popped originally for them, um, that emotional pop to save FTR, but then, you know, they, they booed them and everything like that. And that was actually the one CM Punk chant when they came out that was not booed down. So, you know, but... Tony uh, was booed, you know, um, in his live appearance. By the end, he kind of got the crowd with him. You know, he was was talking about how I grew up here and, you know, I'm from here. And, uh, you know, just, you know, we just came off like the biggest weekend. When he started talking about the biggest weekend in Wembley, he started getting cheered. But, um, you know, they, uh, the people knew. I mean, it was out. And, um, you know, it, it was the city where, you know, I don't know that. I don't know that he gets booed anywhere else, but I mean, we'll see. I mean, I mean, there'll be people who will, there will be some people who will boo, but you know, whatever. I mean, it's neither, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, it's turned out how it had to turn out. I mean, that's the basic situation. I, you know, I mean, there's a lot of interesting timing to this football season starting. The ratings are going to go down, you know, I mean, I, th I think that uh, there there are absolutely you know many people within AEW that believe that he was trying to get out. Oh, I, I I can't say because I cannot get into his brain, but yes, there were a lot of people who thought ever since uh, that contract was signed with uh, the Young Bucks and Page and everything that he wanted out. And he was gonna that something was gonna happen. There were people who thought that because the ratings for Collision were so much lower than Dynamite, which we knew going in they would be, and I'm not blaming that on anyone. But you know, the idea that I, I think the one that was the bad one was the week when um, Adam Cole and MJF came, and the ratings skyrocketed up. And then when they weren't back, they went back down to that you know below 500,000 level from the 700 plus. You know, level with 0.27 to like 0 0.17, 1, 0.16 level, which is a big, big drop. And I mean, it said, you know, I mean, that was the one that established that Max and Adam Cole are the big, the big draws in the company. And, um, you know, whatever. that. And I mean, like, let's face it, two weeks from now or a week from now when um, college football is hard and heavy and there's multiple games going against them, I mean, it you know. It was going down, no matter what, with him. And it's going to go down more without him. He is draw. He's the biggest draw. He was the biggest draw on that brand, aside from the week that Max and Adam Cole were on. I mean, you can't take that away from him. But, um, yeah, you know, it was uh, from a timing standpoint. Um, I don't know that he's that clever, but I don't know that he's not, you know. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, there's this. But, you know, the way the whole thing went down, I mean... It was, you know, I mean, as more and more people talk about it that saw it, uh, the situation's painted, you know, him worse. Now, have you heard anything about Ace Steel? I've heard nothing about Ace Steel. Okay, neither have I. Okay, that was the latest Wrestling Observer Radio from Brian Alvarez and uh, 
Dave Meltzer, you know, commenting on the situation with CM Punk and everything else in that particular nature. Uh, very, very good analysis there, but also uh, kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. Um, now, you know, I, I, I want to try and, and analyze all of this as I can, because, you know, you're you're listening to this episode right now. Well, it's, technically, it's not really an episode. I mean, because we're, we're, even though we're talking about the whole situation with CM Punk, I really don't want to put this episode or put this on the next up and coming episode because when we get to this coming Saturday, next Saturday, that is, uh, we have to talk about payback. We have to talk about all out. We have to talk about, you know, obviously, we'll have probably more details on the whole situation with CM Punk. So that's all that that's all that's going to take place on Saturday. Now, uh, as far as me doing this episode now, and this is happening right before all outs about to take place, I just wanted to give you my final final thoughts, final analysis to everything that I see. Now, there was something that was uh, kind of interesting to me, and I saw this on. Okay, uh, I got to apologize for that. Uh, I was trying to look for something on my phone, and apparently something had a. Uh, I guess the recording had stopped. I had no idea. Um, I, I noticed a light stopped blinking when I was trying to finish what I had to say. But uh, now that we got that out of the way, uh, let me go ahead and look into what I saw. Uh, there was something that was interesting on Twitter that I wanted to show you guys. And this is from the Wrestling Ops on Twitter. And uh, this is a bit, a bit of interesting information, but I think uh, let me go ahead and read this. Uh, Sports Illustrated also reports that CM Punk was not dismissed uh, solely because of his backstage altercation with Jack Perry last week in London at AEW All In, though that did not help this cause. His firing came after Tony Khan felt physically threatened by Punk at All In during his attempt to get Punk uh, refocused on his match. Unlikely prior occasions, Khan was not able to effectively communicate or reason with Punk with eyewitnesses accounts supporting Khan's claim further ended at chance that Punk would return to AEW. Okay, so that was what I saw, and I'm retweeting this right now as I'm doing this. Okay, so, um, you know, this is, um, it, you know, it's becoming apparent now about what I'm, what I'm seeing and what I'm, uh, looking through and everything. So, uh, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, we're gonna finish this, we're gonna finish this off. I thought I had a lot more. I wanted to discuss, but I think I'll go ahead and finish off with this analysis just to give you guys an idea. I was going to try and give you some information in regards to CM Punk from Jim Cornette and the great Brian Last, but no doubt they have a lot that they want to say as well. So let, let's go ahead and let's conclude this episode or let's conclude this breaking news uh, with several things we need to talk about and we're going to get it out of the way right here, right now. So CM Punk made his return to professional wrestling around August 21st of 2021. Biggest night in AEW's history, biggest night in AEW's life. And then all of a sudden, about one year ago, 
one almost one year ago to the day, an incident would take place between CM Punk, Media Scrum, Tony Khan, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega, and the whole nine yards. It would lead to a brawl, it would lead to a fight, and it would lead to Punk relinquishing the AEW world title. It would also um, put the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega to relinquish their uh, trios titles at the time. And then we lead up to what happened a a few days ago. The whole thing that happened with uh, Jack Perry and, and everything else like that. Okay. So... Given my analogy and and giving all the thoughts that I just mentioned right now, this is what it comes down to, guys. The first time when CM Punk was suspended, there was an investigation, and unfortunately the investigation really didn't lead to anything other than they were all suspended. This was going to take a while. This was all going to blow off. Now, I said at the very beginning, because we know the real story, I mean, everybody, everybody wants to claim that the Young Bucks did nothing wrong, the, the Kenny Omega did nothing wrong, and everything else like that. Listen, they were the ones that went into uh, CM Punk's dressing room. They barged in. Now, I don't think there was any footage of that, although I am curious if there was, because if there is, I guarantee you, I would love to see that. I would love to see that and find out what, you know, whose fault is it really, you know, just to get it out of the way. Now, I said, and I quote, if the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega come back to AEW, if they come back to wrestle, that's great. If they come back as executive vice presidents of the company still, then clearly nothing has been resolved. And let's be honest, nothing was ever resolved. Other than the fact that when they made their return, they decided to go ahead and take shots at Punk, which they did. And you knew they would. You knew they would. Tony Khan didn't tell them, you know, hey, you can't say that. You can't do this. You can't do that. Although it wouldn't surprise me if Khan approved of this. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Now, a few months after this, we go into, let's see, what was it, in July or... Uh, When was it? It was just, what, a couple of weeks ago when CM Punk came back, when Collision first started, right? When Collision first came into play, obviously Punk had a lot he had to say. A lot he had to say and a lot he wanted to put out. Now, once he said all that, I know Punk, well, well, I don't know Punk, but I know for a plain fact that Punk was going to make amends with the Elite and, you know, have some sort of meeting, okay? They were going to have a meeting. They were going to have a sit-down talk. Be gentlemen about this. Bury the hatchet. But here's the difference. Punk wanted to do it face-to-face with the elite and... Uh, well, well, oh, okay, well, okay, let me... Um, I'm trying to put this all together to get everyone an idea of what, where, where I'm looking at. I'm not, I keep saying the elite. I need to stop saying that. Punk was trying to make amends with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Let's call it like that. I'd, I'd rather call it that, like that than the Elite. So he's trying to make amends with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Trying to put all the shit that happened one year ago behind them. And honestly, 
had the Bucks and had Omega had their face-to-face meeting and, you know, have Tony Khan there and do what they have to do and put everything behind them, I guarantee you, I guarantee you Punk would not be in the situation that he's in. Okay? So the Bucks didn't do it. Kenny Omega didn't do it. So instead, they decided that they're going to have their lawyers do it, which I kind of find that to be a little pathetic. Because if a man wants to come at you face to face and you got and they're not man enough to go ahead and go face to face with CM Punk and say, you know what, we're going to do what's good for business. We're going to make sure that, look, whatever we had in the past, we're putting it behind us right now. Okay, I don't want this. I want to do what I can for AEW. We need to do what we can for this business. So whatever squabble we have. We're putting it behind us, okay? If we see each other in the hallway, we leave it alone. If we have some words we have to exchange, that's fine. But we are coming to agreement right here, right now, that this comes to an end. We don't, we're not going to have any more of these backstage brawls. We're not going to have any sort of these problems. It all comes down to AEW. It all comes down to making sure that the company is safe and making sure that the company is willing, you know, to be, you know, you know, everything that I just mentioned there. So that that's what I think would happen. But no, I mean, the, the elite didn't want to do it. They didn't want to talk with Punk. They had the lawyers talk to it. And, and, that's, what, and that's what shows, and that's the thing, that's what shows me what Omega and what the, the elite are doing. Oh, the, okay, I'm sorry. What the Bucks and what Omega are doing, all right? These so-called EVPs, these so-called executive vice presidents, they go ahead, they come out and they say the shit that they say and get away with it, right? They get away with it. And all Punk is trying to do is trying to get the elite and Punk to get together so they can put all this behind them. Instead of the elite coming towards Punk and say, we'll shake hands, we'll put this behind us, let's make some money. Instead of that, Punk said, you know, let's let's have a talk. The elite says, fuck you, it ain't gonna happen. So that shows me a whole lot about what they think of CM Punk. Now, the backstage altercation with Jack Perry. Now, my feeling on this, I think I've made it clear, but now I'm going to go ahead and I'm I'm kind of I'm going to kind of change my tone of this one because of what I know now. Because of what I know now. Okay. I think prior to what took place at All In, there was an agreement that Jack Perry was going to do the spot. Okay? Now, I don't know who it is. I'm curious about who, you know, they never mention, they never really mention anything about if, if, um, if Tony and them, well, Tony Khan, that is, if Tony Khan agreed to have, you know, um, agreed to have Jack Perry do the spot, then who was against it other than Punk and Tony Schiavone? Who was it? Because look, if somebody told if somebody told Jack Perry not to do the spot, don't do the spot. But I think what happened was, I think Jack Perry went ahead and did the spot anyway, and I bet a million dollars he got approval from the Young Bucks since the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega 
are executive vice presidents. So if Tony Khan, honestly, if he's going to Tony Khan and said, no, we don't want to do the spot, and say if the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are the ones that say, we'll approve the spot, no problem, that must have been what happened. The reports are not going to say that, but it's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious because if that's the case, then why did Jack Perry do the spot? Why did he do the spot? Now, also keep in mind, I feel if if Jack Perry just did the spot without having to say anything, I think it, it, it still would have been, you know, the same situation that we're going through now. Punk would have been mad. Punk would have been upset. And we know how that shit would have gone down. Now, say if... If the spot didn't happen, if the spot didn't happen and everything went well, I, I bet you anything, I bet you anything, things within the locker room would have been a little bit better and Punk would have had a smash with Samoa Joe and things with AEW would continue to keep going, okay? Now, I'm, I'm telling you a bunch of different stories about how all this goes down because clearly everybody else is... It's the same fucking thing that I've heard all the time. Oh, punk's crying. Oh, punk's bitching. Oh, punk's this, punk's that. Oh, shut the fuck up, man. Listen, you got a bunch of whiny little soft bitches in AEW. And let's let's call it like we see it. Let's call it like we see it. Look, listen. There's a difference between the AEW locker room and the WWE locker room. In the WWE locker room, you got stars. You got veterans. You got pretty much several locker room leaders that will give you an idea of what you need to do with your career, what you don't need to do for your career, and so forth. There are agents there that are going to tell you, okay, this is what you need to do. This is how you have to do it. This is how you have to do it. This is how you have to do it. Just do the spot as planned. We'll go through nicely. And that's how it should be done in WWE. Now, if they tell you, no, don't do that spot, no. And if the head guy, say Triple H, comes over, say, no, you're not doing that spot. You're not doing that spot. And if you do it, there's going to be some severe consequences. Now, if that if he were to say that, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, the spot that Jack Perry went through wouldn't happen. Wouldn't happen at all. That's the difference with the AEW locker room. Because that's the difference with the WWE locker room. The AEW locker room is full of nothing but indie guys, not a lot of professionals, a bunch of uh, there are let's call it like we see it you have a bunch of good wrestlers that want to be professional wrestlers and want to continue doing the stuff that they're doing you got a bunch of talents young talent that have no clue about what they want to do and think they can do whatever the hell they want and it, it's it's also this and let's also put this on out on the card AEW never wanted Bret Hart to be an agent. They wanted him to be a manager. Bret Hart wanted to help out AEW. Bret Hart wanted to help out the company. Bret Hart wanted to make sure that the young talent understands that what they're doing is ridiculous and they need to stop doing the shit that they're doing. Tone things down and kind of do things to a point where you're not going to kill yourself. You know? Well, you're not going to kill yourself. The same thing applies with guys like Jake the Snake Roberts and um, who is Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, all of these veterans that come out here 
And they tried to tell you, dude, don't do this fucking spot. Don't do this fucking spot. The locker room will never listen to the veterans. They won't because they think they know what's up. And also some... Here's another example. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy, who... And let me bring this up. Matt Hardy, who's a veteran himself, but also is someone that got hurt, that was almost concussed, that was almost killed at a pay-per-view almost two, three years ago. And Matt Hardy, even though he's a veteran, he's one of the individuals that do set a bad example. He really does. Because all he's doing, and I'll, and I'll call him like I see it, while he is not thinking about keeping the locker room safe and making sure that the locker room does what it needs to do, all he's doing is he's going along with whatever they want. He's the old guy that wants to be around the young guys to a point where he wants to be with the young guys and not be the old fuddy-duddy, as they would call it. And that's what it is. Matt Hardy is an old man who thinks he's still young. Listen, I'm an old guy too, all right? I'm an old guy too, but I'm not going to go ahead and blend along with whatever these idiots are doing because while I'm busy thinking about making money and you know winning matches and making sure my matches come out the way I want to, I don't want to deal with the idiots that are going to try and do all of these death-defying spots and only for them to get killed somehow or end up in a hospital or crippled. That's what this is, okay? The AEW locker room is different from the WWE locker room. And how I'm seeing all this, I know people don't pay attention to what I say. That's fine. You shouldn't pay attention because I could be right about the things I'm saying. There are people like myself and others that feel that AEW is getting bit too big for its fucking riches. And when it comes to leadership, Tony Khan, all he is is a fucking mark who goes ahead and buys off these real-life action figures and he wants to display them on his wrestling show and tell everyone that he is now in the wrestling business and he is going to do what he can for the wrestling business. Right? But not listen to, you know, be a complainer about the fact that WWE does a whole lot better ratings than they do. And the fact that WWE uh, sells better merchandise and better better ideas than AEW. And Tony Khan must go ahead and start saying, you know, I don't give a fuck about what these guys say. Uh, they can go fuck themselves and yada, yada, yada. And it's going to bite them in the ass at the very, very end. You see, you had CM Punk in your, in your sights. You had him, you brought him in, it was good. It was the best thing that you could have done. It was the best thing for a lot of people, and they were all behind this. But then the problems start coming in, and all of a sudden, when the children are playing and the adult is trying to come in and try to discipline the children, you figured you figured the boss would have done something about it, but he didn't. He didn't do anything about it. While these kids, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, everybody involved, while these kids try to get away with the shit that they do, Punk is the one that's coming out innocent here. Look, listen, you can scream out, oh, he's bitching, he's complaining. It's the same fucking shit that I've heard from all of these 
wrestling marks that think they know something. Now, look, I don't know a whole lot, but I do know that when I see a bunch of guys coming out acting like children, thinking that they're they're teenagers and think that they can do whatever the fuck they want because they run a wrestling company, then they can do this, they can do that. They don't need agents. They don't need veterans telling them what to do. I got news for you. You need somebody to tell you what the fuck you need to do. You need somebody in, in well, not just in your life, but in, in every way to tell you what to do. Because listen, you are going to fuck yourself up. That's what this is all about. And what Punk did, let me explain something. What Punk did last year, look, everybody can say Punk's crying. But how is it that how is it that AEW can get away with all of these things? All of these things on television, all of these things backstage, all of these things without any sort of disciplinary action. They have a disciplinary committee, but who are they? Who who are they actually and should we take these individuals seriously? They're not doing anything. All they're doing is just they're 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 making stuff up. They're making up the disciplinary committee and all this other stuff to a point where all they're trying to do, and let's call it like we see it, is eliminate CM Punk. Now, if CM Punk was trying to get out of his contract, you know what? Good for him. Good for him. And let me tell you something else. Punk leaving the company may have been good. For the AEW locker room. And Jack Perry, I guarantee you right now, Jack Perry, he ain't going to be released from the company. He should be fired. He should be fired because he instigated the whole thing. Now, Punk, yes, I will admit that he deserved to be fired. But he deserved to be fired because he he, he somehow threatened Tony Khan's life. Now, if he did do something... Legitimate. Well, oh, then again, he probably did because Tony Khan was there. Tony Khan witnessed the whole thing. He saw it. So therefore, yes, if Punk threatened his life in any way possible, okay then. He deserved to get fired. Okay? He deserved to get fired. The boss was there, saw the whole thing. Now, honestly, honestly, firing him once was good. But, honestly, I would have given him a year off and then find a way to come back and then bring him back unless, unless Punk chooses to go to the WWE. But this is going to... this is it, It's slowly starting to become a point where now AEW is really going to fall. Now, some people will say that, oh, morale's going to be much better in AEW now that Punk is gone. Everything's going to be so much better without CM Punk. They don't need him. They don't need him. I got news for you. I feel sorry. You know who I feel sorry for? The next few people that get released from WWE and have to end up in WWE. Or have to end up in AEW. You know? Because let's face it. Let's look at the individuals who have come to AEW and who have basically done nothing for the company. Matt Hardy? Nothing. Jeff Hardy, nothing. Uh, who was it? Well, Sting, and and also I feel sorry for Sting as well. Look, even though he's doing okay there, he's really not doing anything. Other than the fact that he's doing a bunch of this stuff that he really doesn't have to do. You know, I know he's an old man, but my God, please, 
You know what else I feel sorry for? FTR. Because now they have to put up with this crap. They have to put... Because now Punk is no more. And now they have to deal with the Young Bucks. They have to deal with Kenny Omega. They have to do whatever the hell they want. And it's only a matter of time before the tag team titles end up in the Young Bucks possession again. You almost know that's going to happen. So you feel sorry for FTR. Andrade. You got to feel sorry for Andrade. What happened to him? We haven't heard much from him in a while. And then, oh, 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 God. And I got, I was just thinking about this right now. The show collision. Oh, God. You know, when collision first came around, AEW collision, I thought it was a fantastic show. I thought it was great. A lot of great wrestling action. Not a whole lot of hokey. Not a whole lot of clowns. Just a bunch of serious guys that want to come in and kick some ass. That's that's what pretty much Collision was supposed to be. It needs to be the opposite of AEW Dynamite. It needs to be. But now with now with Punk out of the way, now, and judging by what I saw on Collision this past Saturday night, Collision is now going to become Dynamite 2.0. That's what it's going to be. And I'll tell you this right now. The ratings have gone up and down every time Punk was there. And I know some people are going to say, well, oh, like Punk Punk brought any ratings to Collision. They're not at 800,000. And look, listen, the thing that I'm saying is the show had ratings to go up and down, right? But they also brought a serious product to the mix, which was good. You need some serious wrestling in AEW. And I know some people are going to be saying, well, you know, I mean, we do have serious wrestling. No, you don't. You have a bunch of gymnastic guys out there flipping and diving and doing all this stuff. Listen, I don't mind the flips and dives if it was less. If it was more wrestling and less about the flips and dives, then I would like it even more. But at this point, that's what it's not going to be. So AEW Collision from here on out, now that Punk is gone, it's going to end up Dynamite 2.0. That's it. It's going to be bad. A whole lot of people are not going to uh, are not going to want to watch it. And I know some people are going to say, "Well, it's because of college football and the NFL is coming." That's no fucking excuse. That's no fucking excuse at all. You know this shit's going to go to shit. You know Collision is not going to be the same as it used to be. You know. That's the whole crazy of it. That's the whole point of it. So now, we're looking at all this. Collision's going to go down. And we, and we got AEW's All Out coming up tonight. We got, we got All Out coming out tonight over in Chicago. And you, you heard everything. You heard what Tony Khan had to say. You heard, he released CM Punk. It's done. Now they got the collision. Now they got the AEW pay per view coming up, or the all out pay per view. I'm sorry, coming out tonight. What's going to happen? And plus, here's the main event is John Moxley versus Orange Cassidy. And I'm not going to go ahead and sit here and give you my Orange Cassidy routine because it's ridiculous. The main event is Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley for the AEW International Championship. Is this is this how far is this how far is this how low AEW has become? My God, you know. 
So to finish this, to finish this all off, did CM Punk deserve to be fired? Unfortunately, the answer is yes. He did deserve to be fired. However, I feel that Jack Perry should be fired as well, like I said earlier. But I think in many ways, we all know that Jack Perry instigated all this. He's not going to get fired. I think, if anything, he's probably going to get rewarded. You almost know that's going to happen. The future of Dynamite is looking good, but in a very bad way. The future of TNT's collision is looking bad, and it's going to end up getting worse. That's what it is. And as far as I'm concerned, AEW... You used to be a good promotion. Now you're just a promotion that needs help. And you need a lot of help. A lot of help in so many ways. Now, if people are going to complain about this, oh, you're just jealous, oh, you're just mad, you say whatever the fuck you want to say. But at the end of the day, it's all going to come out. The prophecy is going to come true. Everything that people have said about AEW is coming true. It's being run by a mark that has no clue about the wrestling business. I'm not saying he doesn't know business. He just doesn't know the wrestling business, period. Because you decided to let go of CM Punk and you decided to go ahead and make the locker room feel like shit now... It's going to look more like shit than ever because now I know some people, well, all the problems are going to be gone. No, the problems are just beginning because while the locker room feels we're going to be good, morale's going to be great, we're going to be on our, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want to do. That's the problem. That's the problem. They're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do and they're not going to give a damn if Tony Khan says anything. There were some rules placed on the stars of AEW about getting an approval to get a spot here, spot there. Now I guess that's out the window too. The only bad, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot I could say. But Punk getting fired, Punk getting fired may have been the right call for AEW. It might have. But CM Punk is an old man, yes, but he's also a veteran. Now, almost 10 years ago, Punk was in the WWE. He was in the Royal Rumble 2014. He was tired, and he was fed up with all the shit and just didn't want to deal with it anymore. Now, he's older much wiser and now if he goes back to WWE and with everything that's been happening with the WWE in the past year Punk is going to be in a much better place he's going to be more successful he's going to be able to help the young veterans over there and if some sort of toxic environment takes place with Punk then all, all that has to happen is Punk, Triple H, Vincent Mann get together, have a talk, and resolve the issue. And if it doesn't get resolved, then he'll be fired. Just like that. 
But if they come to an understanding, okay. That's the way adults work. That's how it's supposed to be. Okay? So if Punk comes back to the WWE this year or in 2024, it will be AEW's fault. It will. Because while AEW feels that everything's going to be fine without CM Punk, and while they go ahead and toast a champagne or buy Jack Perry a cake and say, hey, good job, kid, you got rid of our problem. While they go ahead and do that, the WWE is prepared to give them more money to CM Punk than anything in the world. And I bet you anything, I bet you anything, the WWE will probably reintroduce the WWE ice cream bars and do it better and sell it as it goes along. Now, no doubt there's going to be more stories about CM Punk in the next few days. And no doubt right here on the Main Event Talk podcast, we'll bring it up. But I'm telling you this right now, guys. AEW is not going to be the same after this. We're in September right now. We're in September 3rd. And we still got a lot of wrestling to go. Tony Khan, you may have done a good job by firing Punk. And you may have gone ahead and solved some of the issues of the locker room. But I guarantee you, you're going to have more problems along the way and you don't know it. You really, really don't. And I'll tell you this much right now. Tony, you did the right thing. But the question is, did you really do the right thing? That's the big question. And people are going to say, yes, he did. Did he really? That's the big question. Now, as for CM Punk, I am not going to lie. I am a huge fan of Punk. I'm a huge fan of his work, and I love what he's done. And I hate that he had to go through all the stuff that he went through in the past year. And it had to end with one little kid to fuck it up for Punk. Because while Punk was trying to basically blend right back into the business, one Punk decided to get in his fucking way. That was it. And while AEW will probably award Jack Perry for what they did, the WWE is going to be bringing in Punk He's going to be given more money than ever before. And Punk will be a bigger star in WWE than AEW ever did for CM Punk. So that's it. That's it for now. So that's it for this breaking news edition of the Main Event Talk podcast. The whole deal with CM Punk. And I'll tell you guys, look, check out... Well, I and everybody else are going to be checking that all out to see how this is going to roll out. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Are the crowd going to yell at the wrestlers? Are they going to hijack the show? It's going to be extremely interesting to check out. Well, all I can tell you is this, guys. You can all sit here and tell me that I'm wrong. And you can all sit here and tell me Jack Perry doesn't deserve to be fired because all he did was a spot he wasn't supposed to do. He won't get fired. He should. But we all know the answer. He is not going to get fired. He is going to get rewarded. You know that. As for CM Punk, well, you did good, Punk. You did good at AEW. But, um... 
Well, all I can say is, Punk, I hope we see you in the WWE soon. Okay? And uh, if it happens at Survivor Series in Chicago, oh, Chicago is going <laughs> to... Oh, man. Tony, you fucked up. You really did. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand.
the future of CM Punk and where it goes from here. Uh, it's a pretty interesting question. Um, you know, I you know I don't want to really go back to the whole thing that happened with um, uh, with what took place over at All In. I don't want to go back to the comment that Tony made about him firing him, right? You, you know, in, in many ways, when you look at it, this is really better for both CM Punk and AEW. My feeling on it is there are a lot of things that you'll hear that will be published and sometimes it would be considered a lie. And it would because, you know, you hear, you hear a lot of the stories. If you don't go to the right source, then all you're doing is spreading a bunch of lies. What I mean by that is, you know, everyone has... You know, I've heard the stories of CM Punk, and I've heard of, you know, everything about how he's very, uh, I would say, private or distant of some kind. Some people would consider him an asshole. But, uh, and, and you have to also understand something, and you need to be careful with this, because sometimes you need to remember, somebody will be an asshole with you no matter what. Now, if you know that person well, and if they tell you, that you're that you're an asshole. Okay, he's an asshole, you know. But people want to go ahead and make this assumption that oh, he's he he complains too much. Oh, that oh, he's he's irrelevant. He's old. He's fragile. He's all these things. Look, I've heard it all. I've heard everything. The only thing I find funny is nobody wants to admit the truth. And the truth of the matter is, is that let's let's look at everything that we see in AEW. Let's look at Punk's tenure in AEW. When he came to AEW in August 21st of 2021, it was the most epic moment in history. I mean, on the weekend of SummerSlam, when all anybody could talk about was CM Punk's return. That's all they could talk about was Punk's return. He comes back to wrestling, but he starts working for AEW for the very first time. Now, Punk has had some great matches. Punk has had some memorable moments, and and, and Punk has had, you know, some good ratings draw, you know, every, every time he appears on television. And Punk does appear to be a star. He appears to be a star, and it's all good. Now, where everything goes downhill downhill is when the whole situation with Hangman Adam Page. Now, when that happened, things were really starting to shake up. Because now, I, I guess, Punk would have an issue with not just Hangman, he would also have issues with other members of the elite. Right? So, 
I know Punk would win their world title. He would get injured. Uh, I think he had some sort of a story or an issue with John Moxley where he would have to lose the title because he had an ankle injury. And uh, I think there was uh, something about Punk wasn't cleared to compete. And then when Punk was cleared to compete, he had his match at All Out and became the world champion. And then came the ever-famous media scrum that took place about almost a year ago where he goes off on this rant. And it was a rant that was it was just tremendous. It was so good, you know. And the thing the thing behind it is you have to remember CM Punk is a grown ass man. And you have to think of the difference between the way the structure of AEW is being built as opposed to the structure from the WWE. Now, before I go further, you look at the structure of the WWE. Now, Punk left because he was hurt. Punk left because he was not feeling like a top guy. Punk left for a lot of reasons. And then came the firing of CM Punk, which WWE pretty much, and, and let's call it like we see it, WWE pretty much pulled off an Eric Bischoff. And what I mean by that is, a long time ago, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or Steve Austin at the time, was fired via, via FedEx during his time in WCW. Then what happens, he goes over to WWE, and we know the rest of the story from there. CM Punk was getting married to AJ Lee, and then he gets fired on his waiting day which was totally ridiculous on WWE's part. WWE does things in a sometimes in a professional matter and then sometimes in a very unprofessional matter, which that was a pretty clear example of it. Now, in AEW, I think Punk is now starting to understand what's been going on, what he has heard what he, uh, what others have talked about. Now, he brings up uh, Cole Cabana in the media scrum. And I wasn't sure exactly what he was talking about, but I had heard that he was going to be released or fired from the company. And then I heard some stuff about Cole Cabana was fired because of CM Punk. And... I, I think the Young Bucks took liberty of that and I guess hired him back. Now, the only reason why the Young Bucks can do that is because they are, along with Kenny Omega, our executive vice president of the company. Now, I always feel it's one thing when an executive vice president is an inactive wrestler and is given the power to do the right thing and everything, that's fine. That's, I'm, I'm good with that. But if you're going to go ahead and play, and play boss while you're an active wrestler, that doesn't exactly work out for you. 
because there's a lot of side effects that goes along with it. I know some people are going to say, well, what about Triple H? Well, Triple H doesn't try to wrestle that much. He tries to do less of it. And when he does want to wrestle, he wrestles when it's right and when it's good for business. That's the difference right there. Now, the issue with Colcabana, the issue with the EVPs, why this was brought up in the Wrestling Observer. There were a lot of things that I read that I heard. And then after the press conference was over, came the confrontation. The confrontation came in. Uh, the Young Bugs had barged in. Uh, I believe their attorney or whoever there was, Mega, was, was there. Present when the whole thing happened. Uh, the Bucks were there. Kenny Omega was there. Uh, a Steel, uh, uh, his wife, um, Punk, obviously, and his dog Larry. Uh, there were several people that were involved in that whole media scrum. Right after the media scrum, and it led to CM Punk getting getting suspended, and it led to the Young Bucks getting suspended as well. Now Tony Khan. Number one, I, I, I always feel like he should just mention what happened to let the audience know what is going on. And he also has to keep in mind, the audience, especially when it comes to this modern day, they will know what's going on. They will know. When wrestling news is being passed all around, they're all going to know about it. So... Right after the Bucks were suspended, right after Punk was suspended and everything, certain people were let go of this whole situation and certain people were still, were still working with the company at the time. Now, my theory is if the Young Bucks were struck by Punk, which did happen, then there was, there's no excuse for Punk doing that. But also, at the same time, there was no excuse for the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega to barge into someone's locker room. I mean, if you were to knock on the door and just have a conversation, okay. You have a conversation, you talk it out like grown, adult, grown adults and everything's fine. This ends up going in a different direction. Now, with the Bucks suspended, my first thought was, if you bring the Young Bucks back, that's fine. But you have to strip them of their title of being EVP. Because if you don't, the process will be a lot more worse than what happened the first time. Because like I said before, wrestlers that have power should not be in control at all. Because they don't know how to book. They don't know how to put things together. All they could be is nice guys. That's all they can be, nice guys. So when it was told that the Young Bucks were coming back in November of 2022 and Kidding Omega was coming back, a lot of question marks were flying all around the place. And I knew that when they came back, they were going to mock Punk, and that's exactly what they did. They mocked CM Punk. Now, Punk would later come back around, I think it was June 17th. 
And he let everything that he needed to get out, which he did. AEW Collision was a new show. AEW Collision was the show that was far better than Dynamite. Because the difference between Dynamite and Collision is when you see Dynamite, you see clowns, you see ridiculous storylines, you see things that make absolutely no sense, and everything just being put together for absolutely no reason. Collision, at the very beginning, was put together smoothly. You had epic matches. You had some good wrestlers. You didn't have that many clowns involved, and the show would be a hit. Now, yes, even though the show's ratings, you know, really didn't prove much, it was a show that most wrestling fans appreciate. Now, we'll talk about, you know, what's happened to the show afterwards. So, Punk comes back, right? And he's walking around with the AEW World Title, which is a championship he never lost. But he marks the X out and everything. Now, I've noticed with Punk ever since he came back, he would take the microphone and he would take off the block that has the AEW logo on it. He would throw it out and just have the microphone just like that in his hands, right? And, you know, every time he would have a conversation, he would talk, he would cut a promo. It's great, right? Now, let's look to the incident that happened all in. I think before all this happened, Jack Perry was scheduled to have a match with Hook for the FTW Championship. Now, there was a spot that, from what I understand, was agreed upon by Tony Khan. It was agreed upon by management. Where there was supposed to be some type of a glass spot where I guess they'll use the windshield to, you know, I guess use it as some, some sort of an angle. Punk saw it as dangerous. Right, and this was approved by by AEW. This was approved by Tony Khan. But the thing that bothers me is, okay, so if this was approved by Tony Khan, then why did CM Punk have an issue? Why did some of the other officials have an issue with Punk doing it? Because I think they know it was dangerous. Now, also keep in mind, there were some strict rules that were placed in to the point where. If a wrestler is going to do a spot involving a chair, involving blood, involving glass, involving anything, number one, it needs to be approved by management. It needs to be approved by management, and I believe there's supposed to be a second or third party involved to get the approval done. Now, in wrestling, if it comes to, you know, especially most of these indie promotions, they don't give a fuck about, you know, if you break your body through tubes or break your body through a windshield or break your body to however you want to, okay? If they approve of it, if they think it'll sell, that's fine. You do it. But also, there are people that will tell you, especially when it comes to the veterans, that will tell you that it's dangerous. It's dangerous and you shouldn't do it. 
Now, whatever happened in this part of the story, and I'm hoping that somehow we'll find out the real answer about whether or not, I mean, obviously it was a proof. Obviously it was a proof. But why was the spot such an issue? I mean, if, if the spot was an issue, then Punk would not be talking about this right now. So we go to the all-in match. Jack Perry, I guess, had a few words he said to the camera, hits the windshield, and tells, I guess, whoever, um, real glass, cry me a river. And it just, like, I, I wasn't sure what was going on up until the following day or the following maybe a couple of hours afterwards. So I'm reading reports on what had happened, uh, an incident that happened. Uh, CM Punk got lost in the flight. Uh, apparently somebody was supposed to have picked him up. Uh, somebody, somebody from AEW didn't pick him up. Uh, uh, Punk was lost trying to get to Wembley Stadium. A lot of stuff had went down, Right. And then the backstage issue that happened with Punk and, Ke and Perry. And then I guess Tony Khan was involved. And I think something about lunging at CM Punk. Or CM Punk lunging at Tony Khan. And all this other stuff. And some things were about to get changed. Did not get changed. You know, and it was... And a fight occurred. It, it occurred. It took place. And... Both men, both men ended up getting suspended. Now, when they got suspended, my first thought was, okay, th this was sort of a wrong way to do it. And, and it was a wrong way to do it because let, let's explain the situation why, why I said that. Jack Perry, who by all intents and purposes is a star but is not the biggest star in the company. The biggest star is CM Punk. Now, the idea is that if Punk is telling you not to do it, and there are other officials that are telling you not to do the spot, you don't do the spot. Now, if you go against it, then there's, there's an issue. Now, I know some people are going to continue back with, well, it was still approved. But okay, well, it was approved. Then why is everyone telling Jack Perry not to do the spot? That has not been answered. So we go to the brawl. We go to this. We go to that. He gets suspended. Now, a few days later, we go into All Out. We're about to get ready to watch All Out. We're about to watch Collision on Saturday. And then... The bombshell hit. All of a sudden, at the very beginning, well, before hours before collision took place, a state a statement was made that Tony Khan had no choice but to fire CM Punk. There were several attorney, uh, I believe, several attorneys involved. There was a quote-unquote, uh, what was it, uh, a committee meeting or 
or a safety meeting or whatever whatever the hell that meeting or committee was that supposedly you know told told Tony Khan whatever it, it it was just ridiculous the fact that you release CM Punk but you don't release Perry now the the reasoning behind it had nothing to do with what happened with with Jack Perry this was an issue with Tony Khan now, the idea of Tony Khan mentioning that he was feared for his life. You know, it's a good thing Tony Khan is not Vince McMahon. It's a good thing that Tony Khan is not Bill Watts. It's a good thing he's not Jim Crockett. Because I would have never have made a statement like that at all. And especially, you know... When you fire a star like CM Punk and you're fixing to announce it to the world and you're fixing to announce it over in front of everyone in Chicago, you've got to be out of your fucking mind because as I think it was Jim Cornette who said it best when he said, he's going to kill Chicago. He's going to kill Chicago. So... What's done is done. It's over. Punk is no longer released. Uh, Punk is no longer with the company. Jack Perry suspended. And that means Jack Perry will be back in AEW within two months. I say two months. And also, I would not be surprised if Jack Perry made a ridiculous comment about Punk. On national television. Hell, he did it. He did it on pay-per-view. Why not go ahead and just do it on television? So now leads where where does this future hold for CM Punk? Where are we going from here? Now, we don't know about the 90-day cause. There's usually a 90-day complete a compete cause where it causes you not to compete anywhere else until the 90 days expired. Once the 90 days expired, and that's it, you can go do what you want. But I don't think in this case there was any. I don't think there was any. So if Punk is fired, he's free to go wherever he wants. He could go to Impact Wrestling. He could go to NWA. He could go back to the WWE. Now, to everyone, it's like, good. We don't want to hear CM Punk anymore. We don't want to hear him complain. We don't want to hear him bitch. We don't want to hear him say anything anymore. It's the same bullshit. We don't want to talk about it. For someone like myself, who understands CM Punk and knows how this rolls, it's better. It's better that he got out of the WWE because now he's understanding the structure of of the AE, of AEW. He's understanding the locker room over there. If Punk were to return to the WWE, number one, I don't think they will welcome him with open arms, but I think there's going to be a much, much, much different structure than what AEW does. Because while AEW plays around and tries to think that they know how to run a wrestling company, 
The WWE knows how to run a wrestling company. They put out their biggest stars. They get them on television. They treat them like stars. And there are, and it's true that there are some that do treat some like shit. But here's the thing. I've always felt there are certain stars that are going to be treated well and are going to be given the push they deserve. And not everyone is going to get that treatment. Not everyone. Because I always feel like fans feel that everybody should be a star. No. You're going to get certain wrestlers that are going to, that are going to not only get that feel for the fans, but it's going to be what the fans want to see as a star. Sometimes they'll get it right, and sometimes they won't get it right. If Punk goes back to the WWE, I hope they start out fresh, and I hope Punk will be given the treatment and the reserve that he deserves. We can all say that. Now, I don't think, I don't think CM Punk is ever going to try to come back to AEW. I don't see it. I really don't. Because I think Punk understands who's really running the ship. And I don't think it's Tony Khan. I think Punk understands how the locker room is. Because in that locker room, it's full of nothing but indies and guys that think they know wrestling. And guys that don't need advice from veterans. Don't need advice from the guys that paved the way for professional wrestling. They figured, fuck it, we don't want your advice. We don't give a fuck about your advice. We're doing fine. And the veterans, they look at the AEW locker room and say to themselves, my God, look at the mess they made in AEW. And this is exactly why, while the WWE... They do take advice. They do understand. And they do know how the structure is supposed to be. There's a boss involved. AEW doesn't have a boss. It has a mark for a booker. So if Punk chooses to go back to the WWE, I think it would be better for him. And I think it would also benefit his life. And I think he will give the WWE Universe and he'll give the wrestling world a reason to like CM Punk again. As for AEW, you know, you have to feel sorry for, I mean, you would feel sorry for Tony Khan, but you also have to feel sorry for AEW. You really do because... I mean, they got some talented athletes, but they also got some, some talent that I'm wondering, why do you guys have these stars in your company? The WWE has stars, superstars, and megastars, and then you have AEW that's full of indies, professional wrestlers, some and then some that are just complete idiots that look like clowns and you wonder why they're there. And everybody is 
always coming up with the same excuse. It's always, oh, well, you shouldn't treat them bad that way. I mean, this is, this is the most money that they're ever going to make. Well, unfortunately, they're not exactly worth it. There are stars that deserve much better than what these idiots are doing. So, am I glad Punk left? Yes. Because he doesn't have to deal with this shit anymore. Now Punk can go ahead and go be the star that he can be. Now, if he chooses to go back to the WWE, that's up to him. If the WWE chooses to bring him back, that's cool. If Punk does not want to go to the WWE and just wants to be left alone, that's fine. Let him be. Let Punk do what he wants. Because while people are complaining about the same thing, oh, Punk's complaining, oh, Punk's bitching, oh, Punk has a fragile ego, oh, Punk's this, oh, Punk that, you guys have no clue. You don't. You're just saying all these things because you don't like him. You don't like Punk. That's the bottom line. I admit to the world that I don't like the Young Bucks either, or Kenny Omega. They are great athletes, they're good in the ring, but they have no clue about how to run a company. They have no clue about what should be a star and who should be a star. There are no baby faces and heels in, in AEW. And none of their matches and none of their storylines make sense for any reason. And even if they try to make something that makes sense, it only comes to its end when it's about this high. Right off the ground. So whatever the future holds for CM Punk... I hope he goes back to the WWE. And I hope they do better. AEW, I'm hoping they do better too. But I'm already seeing how Collision's going to be. I Dynamite is still going to be the same thing. Rampage is still there and it should be gone. I don't know what's going to happen at the end of the year for AEW. But I'm hoping that in 2014, when we get there, I'm hoping that they straighten their shit out and try to at least figure out where they need to go. Because if AEW continues to do exactly what they have been doing for the last few years, the wrestling fans are going to laugh at them. The veterans are going to laugh at them. They're going to laugh at Tony Khan. They're going to laugh at the AEW fans. And it, it, it's like Charlie Sheen. And why I say that is quite simple. Punk is winning. And unfortunately for AEW, they may have thought that they won because they got rid of Punk. And I don't believe in this crap that they were going to hold a meeting to talk to CM Punk. They weren't going to do it. They weren't going to try. They don't know how to be adult. If they did, they would have buried this shit a long time ago. And they would have done what was best for business. But since they didn't, this is exactly where we're at. So to close this out, Punk wins. He does what he wants. He gets away from the children. And now he's getting ready to do something different. As for AEW, I don't know what the future holds for them. I mean, I hope they get out of their slump. 
But if this is any indication of what's going to happen in the next few weeks, in the next few months till we get to the end of 2023, can AEW say Impact Wrestling? 